the sky is falling again. The sky is falling again. Bitcoin Cash comes to Coinbase and some people are freaking out. Panic selling is taking place and it reminds me of something. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That time where people have panicked before. Rest easy, my friends. Travis and I are here to be the voice of reason and to explore the issues surrounding the great Bitcoin versus Bitcoin Cash debate. Blockchain's here to stay and we may be as well. Welcome to a special Sky is Falling Quickie edition of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Oh my gosh, what a night. This is a special episode. Uh, one of those instances, something's happened today that made us go, we have to just record a show. Even though we just released an episode, this is one of those spontaneous things. And uh, it's it happened at about, what was it, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time? Is that right, Travis? Uh, it's been going on, yeah, this evening. It looks like it, it happened sometime around there. I don't know exactly. It just started to rise. Well, I'm not seeing the exact time on this particular screen that I'm on. What time? Yeah, well, it's, well actually, Bitcoin Cash was going up on its own a little bit today. It was kind of rising. Like, it went up to, like, 2100 2400 And then that was its all-time high from whenever it had that pop after the uh, the Bitcoin gold fork or whatever a couple few weeks ago. It had that pop, and then it kind of went down and was chilling. Now it had another big pop, and this pop went poppity pop. And yeah, pop, pop. And here's the reason. The reason is, is that Coinbase has added Bitcoin Cash to uh, to their exchange, joining um, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum as the fourth currency to be available to buy, sell, send, and receive on the most popular exchange, at least in the Western world. Mm. And so th there it is. And things blew up to, to the point, Travis, that trading on both Coinbase and GDAX, which is like the back door to Coinbase, are halted. Yeah, I'm curious, like, what, what was the price of Litecoin and Ethereum right whenever it went on to Coinbase? Because, you know, that we, we started doing this show in July, and that had already happened. Ethereum and Litecoin were already on Coinbase. I wonder how, how, did, the, how did that impact the price of Litecoin then? I'm curious what, what Litecoin was whenever they made that join, because, I mean, it was sitting at around two grand. Oh, it's going on Coinbase. Boom. Then it on GDAX, it says it's like $9,500, but that looks like a glitch, and they stopped trading at that particular yeah. time. But uh, Yeah, no, that that's messed up. Uh, both is around four grand right now? Um, well, if we go to coin market cap, I'm showing 3,600 is the average right now. And uh, of course, the moment it happened. So here, here's what happened. People who had Bitcoin cash in their wallets uh, or, or were due Bitcoin cash in their wallets on Coinbase, they received those right away, but they couldn't trade them yet. There was like another hour or so in order to have sufficient liquidity on GTAX. GDAX says it would take a few hours. There's actually in the show notes, we've linked Coinbase.com's blog that talks about the Bitcoin Cash fork, which happened on August 1st. And you might remember that people who were on Coinbase and holding Bitcoin, they didn't get the fork. And there was an uprising from the customer base. And so Coinbase decided, okay, 
we will support the fork and you will get a Bitcoin cash for every Bitcoin that you were holding in your wallet on August 1st. Well, Travis, we've been talking about Coinbase adding new currencies, and we thought that January was going to be the day that Bitcoin cash was available. But it's clearly not because it's December 19th and they just sprung it on us. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder because that rumor was getting out because the price of, of Bitcoin cash, you could see that it was slowly growing up. And then like, what? Bitcoin cash is at 20, what, 2400 or something. And then it, then it took off. You want to you want to talk about your unfortunate timing you had today, Mr. Joel Kahn? <laughs> yeah. So, well, I've, I've had a little bit of Bitcoin cash, just a few. Just a few Bitcoin cash, and I saw it going up, and I think I got out around 2900 and it's sitting at about 3600 right now. So, you know, whether or not it's going to go up still or not remains to be seen. It was at 3600 at that, that's the, or 2900 whenever it, because you said that you put it in like two minutes before uh, Coinbase showed yeah. up. Yeah, that's why, that's why I sold it, because I saw it going up. And in mm -hmm. and I sold it, and then two minutes later, I got a CoinVision uh, messenger bot on my Facebook with the story: Bitcoin Cash added to uh, to uh, Coinbase. So the timing was you know horrendous, but it was still it was a profitable trade overall. So I'm I'm happy with that. You know, as I say, you never feel bad about taking a profit, even if you could have made more. Taking a profit's always better than taking a loss. But as long as we're picking on me, Mr. Travis Wright, how about we spin this? And when we talked in the past and I was asked, which coin do I think will be added next to Coinbase? What did Mr. Joel Com say? You, uh, Mr. Joel Com, I recall you said that Bitcoin Cash would be added to Coinbase next. I said Ripple would be the next one. Mm -hmm. so, and then there was that screenshot that went out that was circulating, which we think was fake. What did it, it remember? It was allegedly somebody on the Coinbase support team had leaked a screenshot mm -hmm. um, indicating which coins were going to be added next. Uh, which what were on there? Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin Cash was not. Dash, Ripple and Monero. It said those are the new coins that are coming to the Coinbase platform in 2018. Hey, maybe they're not lying because Bitcoin Cash came in 2017. Yeah, no, they may not be lying at all. In fact, we know that, uh, is it Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase, had said that they're going to be adding several coins. So this is just the beginning. But my prediction was Bitcoin Cash would be next. And the logic in that was that we knew that uh, they were going to issue Bitcoin Cash to everybody who was holding Bitcoin. And mm -hmm. so it seemed like the next logical progression. By the way, I don't, keep, I don't keep Bitcoin on Coinbase. Um, I, you know, I keep it in a wallet, but interestingly enough, I had a trace amount of Bitcoin. <laughs> I had dust in my wallet. So now I have 0. 0.0064 Bitcoin cash, which is currently worth $22.17. So, you know, my Coinbase account has uh, a little extra monies in it right well, now. That's great because I've not been able to get into my Coinbase account to see because it keeps getting like errors that it's getting pounded i think by people trying to go to coinbase right now because you can imagine all of the over these last three weeks each one of the weeks a hundred billion new dollars has entered the market and if they're in america most of the time they're coming in through coinbase right okay coinbase is starting yeah. to pop up here now oh wow there we go yeah, it's, it's finally back. And so here's what happened about an hour ago when we talked about getting on to record the show. And I said, hey, Mr. Travis, right, we need to wait because I've got Chinese food on the way. Mm -hmm. 
and and I had some delicious uh, chicken broccoli that was extra spicy, so my sinuses are clear. But at that time, we were looking at Coinbase, and people were freaking out because it said Bitcoin Cash was at eight thousand four hundred and ninety nine. And when we looked at GDAX, it, it was it, it, people were asking ninety five hundred, but they had halted trading. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's because, in fact, GDAX is still halted. I'm looking at it right now. It's it's stuck at 9,500. But I don't think anybody actually made a buy or a sell. It, it well, I guess like maybe they did because it, it is showing. The side. No, there was some serious arbitrage stuff going on there, potentially. I mean, it looked like, and then Coinbase halted the trading. Uh, GDAX is, was halted. It's still halted right now. But it said ninety four, ninety five hundred dollars for a, a, a bitcoin cash at that particular time then it stopped and uh yeah it's pretty wild but now i can finally actually get back to to a coinbase bitcoin is now up over 1700 and this is bitcoin cash is at 3300 ethereum 801 and litecoin at 333 you say bitcoin at 1700 you 17, mean 17,000 well, the, the whole market, it was really interesting watching, Travis, because as soon as this hit, people in the Telegram group start freaking out. People on Reddit start freaking out. And I'm watching everything go red except for Bitcoin Cash. And I've seen this happen before, as have you. And those who have been in Bitcoin for you know four or five years have seen it more times than they can count. And I know that as soon as you start seeing all red after a short time, you're going to see all green again. And as I scroll through the top 100, it's lit up like a green Christmas tree. Uh, it is mostly green. People are, you know, bought dips. They're buying back in and Bitcoin is sitting at 17,000. So it is and Ethereum went back to 800 again. So is this the flippening, uh, you know, maybe we need to dig in a little bit here and, and talk a little bit about what's happening. Well, it's, it's, it's hard to say if that's necessarily the case, the flippening, that's a, that's, you know, a big conversation that's been taking place in, in the space for what kind of rumors like, oh, the flippening, is it going to happen? But, you know, there's so, like you mentioned, in, what, what's the flippening? Well, what, what does that mean? So the flippening, that is really the, the theory behind that is where maybe Bitcoin cash would overtake Bitcoin and then Bitcoin cash becomes the new Bitcoin. That's that's the promise that Roger Ver is hoping for because he's put a lot of his money in Bitcoin cash. Right. He's the guy who owns Bitcoin dot com. And uh, he, but he's the big he's a big proponent of Bitcoin cash. He hates it when people call it B cash. So I normally call it B cash. It's not B cash. And I just ignore it. You know, more so most of the time I just kind of ignore it. But really, probably a more prudent approach in case this flipping ever did happen. However much Bitcoin you have, if you have one whole Bitcoin, then maybe get one whole Bitcoin cash too, just in case you know those crazy you know uh, people with all this massive amounts of hash power work together and try to create some sort of flip of some sort. I don't know if it's possible, um, but you know it's it's interesting to think about because the transaction speeds are much quicker on Bitcoin uh, cash, Bcash. And if you look at blocktivity.info and check out that, you can see the blockchain capacity utilization index of each crypto blockchain. And, you know, Bitcoin's sitting at hundred percent capacity all of the time. And it normally has a hundred thousand transactions in the queue at most any time. Ethereum, same thing. It's at hundred percent, but it has like about 20 to 30,000 you know, transactions in the queue at any time. Bitcoin Cash, 
it's sitting at five percent of its capacity. Like it's got so much space and availability uh, for transactions, uh, and they're quick, and the fees are much smaller. I mean, I really don't like you know paying twenty dollars to send them money sometimes. You know, I I sent mine from my wallet to an exchange earlier today before this all happened, and it took thirty minutes for the six confirmations. I wouldn't exactly call that fast, Mister Travis. Right? What for Bitcoin Cash? Yeah, it took thirty minutes for Bitcoin Cash to get from my wallet to an exchange. Well, maybe there was an extraordinary amount of Bitcoin Cash being transferred because they knew the shenanigans were about to start happening. Well, and, see, and there's there's the point. So, what if, if their blocks fill up? Then what's what's really the difference? You know. By the way, this update just came from GDAX. They put out that all Bitcoin Cash books will enter cancel only mode, and all existing orders will be cleared. While in cancel only mode, no new orders will be accepted. We will post an update shortly. So basically, they're taking some uh, uh, liquid plumber to the exchange and and doing some Drano on it to to flush it out because it's obviously borked. I mean, when we saw 8,500, 9,500, like there's no way that it's flying up that fast and trading is going to continue. Well, man, I mean, that was a, that was a freaky moment, actually. Like, are we serious? Is, is Bitcoin Cash really $9,500 right now? Like, no way. That doesn't make any sense. But and then you're looking at it and going, but it says it right here. What's going on? <laughs> It's you know here. I think. What do you think about Coinbase? I I think that this was um, not a thoughtful move on their part. You know, maybe even irresponsible to not announce uh, at least twenty four hours in advance that this was going to happen. You know, this is interesting, Travis. There's a tweet from Coinbase from today. Uh, and this was after Bitcoin Cash went live. And it says Coinbase maintains a strict trading policy and internal guidelines for employees. Coinbase employees have been prohibited from trading in Bitcoin Cash for several weeks. Yeah, so that's that's good to know, because imagine this, like they know in advance that Bitcoin Cash is, is getting ready to pop into, you know, uh, Coinbase. Why doesn't Coinbase announce that ahead of time? Why do they keep it so secretive and prohibit employees? They should literally say, here's what's going to happen. Let everybody know, because isn't this a transparent industry that we're in? No, we want transparency. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a couple other tweets that we discovered that um, definitely lead you to think something could be janky there. The at I am nomad said, Hey, at Coinbase, GDAX, and Brian Armstrong, by being part of a product index for the CME group, you agreed to certain rules. Since Bitcoin Cash news was clearly leaked around 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time to certain parties, this qualifies as insider trading. Hope you enjoy the incoming complaints. And of course, CME group just started futures trading um, on Sunday. Right. And this is Tuesday. So right. they break well, the rules. Well, one of those. That's one of those things we don't know. But things like this is is going to be what what causes the SEC and whatnot to crack down because there. It looks like there's some shady dealings going on when you when you're watching this and all of a sudden Bitcoin Cash just shoots up and then Bitcoin you know tanks down to fourteen thousand. It, it it loses five thousand dollars. Like and how how long did it take to lose that five thousand dollars? And then. You know, money's pouring into Bitcoin Cash. Boom, Bitcoin Cash blows. It's crazy when you watch it and see how it all transpires. It makes you look like, man, there's some insider stuff going down, it looks like. Well, and if you want to really latch on to the conspiracy theories, you found this tweet from Francis Pouliot. 
um, who says, is Coinbase smart enough to have timed this announcement with Bitcoin mining difficulty retarget period, which means it it's where it gets more difficult, peak meme pool um, text fees right after CME Group f- Futures bull run to maximize damage to Bitcoin and compound Bcash trading gains with news spin cycle. Huh. He's actually got a poll here asking people. And um, I'm going to say yes to this poll because I think, and so does 67% of the people who voted. Really? It could be yes. I mean, are they just that dumb? You know, or, and then the other one is, is, is others calling the shots or it's a total coincidence? I don't know off the top of my head. They could have been just dumb, but I doubt that. I mean, two days after the CME group, you know, that thing has gone into play. Nobody has talked about when Coinbase was going to add Bcash. You, you know, you had mentioned you thought Bcash was going to be the next one because of back in the day when, when that fork originally happened, we discussed that. So we knew it was coming. We didn't know when. And then it almost seems like they kept it silent. So a bunch of people could, could score really big and then things level, level back out. It's weird. This isn't the first time. This has happened with Bitcoin Cash. Remember, it was sitting around $300 back in, uh, what was it, October maybe? Uh, so September, October. And um, in Bitcoin, Bitcoin was about two, three thousand, maybe it was more, $4,000, four to five. I remember now. Mm-hmm. I see the prices going up even as I talk. It was about four to $5,000 and Bitcoin Cash went on a run and it hit 2400 before it then hit a low of about 1100 and kind of found its new base. And that was some thought, you know, that's a hostile takeover, that there is a concerted effort to displace Bitcoin with Bitcoin Cash. And you know what was really funny, Travis, is maybe we should find this video. I watched it today. It was Andreas uh, Antonopoulos, who is yet to be a guest on our show, but we are hopeful that one day he uh, soon will be. And he was talking back in March or April at an event at how Bitcoin has been attacked and will be attacked again and again from every different angle. And it was really funny that I watched that earlier today and then it happened today. It could have been a hostile takeover at that particular time because, like, as you mentioned, Bitcoin was like at around five, six grand, right? Seven grand, maybe. I don't know exactly. And then Bitcoin Cash, all of a sudden, it took off from like 500 and then flashed up to 2400 and Bitcoin came down to like 4,000. I'm like, it looked like it could have been a flippening at that particular point. But now, mm-hmm. when you look at this, when Bitcoin is sitting at $19,700, and then how it, it when it's worth like what 300 and something 50 billion dollars worth of market cap just bitcoin alone like who's who is that big of a whale that can move the markets that much when there's 350 billion dollars in almost in in bitcoin you know i mean now yeah. it seems like the flipping is not as likely as it could have been back when it was 5 and and whatever because that that could have been a flip now the numbers are just so big it's like how, how do you do that well, you know, I'm thinking, can't we all just get along? Isn't there room for both Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash? What, you know, Bitcoin has been seen as digital gold. It's a store of wealth. And the initial promise and vision of Satoshi Nakamoto was to be able to have a trustless system whereby you could send payments from one person or entity to another with, you know, with lower fees and with security and, and, um, and have a system that works. I don't know that the promise was ever that, you know, you'd be able to use this to, you know, buy your McDonald's with and have an instant transaction. 
although some of the the debit cards we're seeing come out now are you know providing that solution uh, and and maybe bitcoin ends up just being exactly that the the granddaddy the big daddy the store of wealth the digital gold and maybe bitcoin cash does become a a form of payments that are faster with lower fees isn't that okay can't we have our cake and ice cream cuz i like them both together we can have our Bitcoin and our Bcash, you know, but we just got to call it Bcash because it pisses off Roger Ver, and that's funny. Uh, <laughs> See, I'm still not sure how I how I feel about it. You know, there's there's definitely benefits to Bitcoin Cash, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the things we've talked about, and we'll link this CoinSutra.com article in the show notes. It's fast, or at least allegedly fast. Again, my earlier transaction, and by transaction, I just mean moving it from one location to another took 30 minutes. Uh, simple, okay. Reliable, mm, uh, all right, I guess so. Stable, low fees, and secure. But there's also downsides to it, Travis. Well, one of the big downsides to me, Joel, I don't know about you, but to me, it's like, it seems like a decentralized cryptocurrency, should it have a CEO? I mean, how, how does it have a CEO if it is a cryptocurrency? And then it seems to me that it's more of a business than a decentralized crypto. So I don't know how that, I don't know how that works. Yeah, well, it it can't be decentralized. It it's it is centralized kind of like Ripple is centralized. Although I'm not going to speak too much to that because uh we still need to get a little bit of education about Ripple and in fact, we have um the CEO of Ripple is going to be on an episode soon to discuss this. The the second thing to be aware of is the mining Bitcoin cash mining is very centralized. And there's a chart here on this article that we're looking at that it's really just a handful of miners that are dealing with the majority of the blocks. And so they have all the hash power distribution. And if you have more than 50% of hash power, then you can have what they call a 51% attack where the the three biggest mining parties can decide exactly what to do without, you know, any type of consensus. And that's very centralized. Yeah. You know, those three big mining pools, those, those big groups of miners, that right there is not the vision of, of Satoshi Nakamoto. It's almost like I wish he had put like a, a cap on hashing power that they could have had because that way more people could, you know, participate in the mining because you can't use a laptop and a computer anymore and mine for any, you know, Bitcoin. You know that, but that was the idea originally, like to let people do that. Well, then they started doing the GPU computers, and then the ASIC computers, and then the mining. You have to have such amazing equipment to be able to do effective Bitcoin mining now, and even Bitcoin cash mining for 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 that point. uh, That it's impossible for the little guys to be able to do that. So when you have three or four of those, it's almost like the media in America in one way, because look, we only have like four or five companies maybe that own all of the big media conglomerates. And so if we're sitting in Bitcoin and we're talking about a decentralized cryptocurrency, that's great for the masses and, and all this stuff. When three big mining pools control the majority of the hash power, that's dangerous. So that's one of the reasons why to me, you know, personally over Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash or either one of those, I think Litecoin's a better Bitcoin than Bitcoin at this point. You know, I mean, the transactions are smoking fast. You're not using any of the ca- the capacity of this thing, but uh, that mining is a problem. And then that's it totally eliminates the decentralization. And well, and I guess Bitcoin Cash is actually centralized as well. 
it, it sure feels and looks that way. The other thing is that there's a, a lot fewer nodes out there than Bitcoin. There's 10,000, more than 10,000 active full nodes that are, are managing Bitcoin right now. And so that is really decentralized. If you're going to try to, to hijack it, you've got to get more than 50% of those 10,000 nodes in order to do it, which has never been done. But uh, Travis, Bitcoin Cash has only around 12 hundred nodes mm -hmm. so that is uh, centralized as well yeah 1240 nodes uh another one is is kind of crazy with the hard forks without poles right so basically you know who does hard forks it says this article who does hard forks or upgrades in the cryptocurrency protocols without poles bitcoin cash does and, and well bitcoin cash they said hey we're going to do a fork there was a little argument i guess within the the bitcoin core and then these guys who pulled off a of Bitcoin said we're going to fork Bitcoin, and that that happened back in August, and here we are today. Now, and but really, what is the additional value that Bitcoin Cash brings that it should be worth four thousand dollars at this point? I don't see a utility. It's basically like they just kind of split the coin and said, "Hey, we're it too." Like it's, it's yeah. still bogus. Well, you know, here's this thing, and and I'm I, I want to speak intelligently about this, and because I'm not fully informed on everybody's position uh, my understanding is that the bitcoin proponents feel that bitcoin as it is is truest to satoshi nakamoto's vision those who believe in bitcoin cash believe that their bitcoin is the more pure form of uh, of bitcoin that would have been according to Nakamoto's vision. And, and they may be right, but you know, I kind of see this, Travis, the way that some people, without getting overly political here, because I know that it offends a few of you, and oh well, be offended. Um, go listen to the the good crypto podcast, because <laughs> <laughs> they don't offend anybody ever. Uh, but if you don't offend somebody every now and then, you're not really saying much of it. That's true. But are those that are um, that believe in the Constitution? Of course, this is for our, our United States listeners. You know, this is closer to home for those of you that aren't, um, you know, Americans. You still understand we have a Constitution that is our founding document, and there are those who believe that what our founding fathers put down in that document is timeless. And there's some things that are just, you know you should not change because they're founding principles. There are others that say, well, you know, the times change and so the intent can change and it's a living, breathing document that can be modified. And of course, we've had modifications over the years, so I'm, I'm not against that. I'm not uh, an absolute purist. I'm saying it could happen. And in some ways, I kind of feel like those that are Bitcoin cashies um, are, you know, maybe interpreting the spirit of what Satoshi Nakamoto was proposing in a evolutionary way i don't know just just from the top of my head that's all i got well potentially but you know the thing is is typically in these kinds of conversations both sides think they're right both sides in a lot of ways are very most people you know aren't that flexible in their opinions they they'd rather fight than find a common ground it would have been better to find a common ground because then now we have Bitcoin diamond and super Bitcoin and all these other bullshit forks that have happened. And now we're starting to see like Litecoin plus like this, th th that's ridiculous. And there, I, that's one thing I wish there were guidelines on uh, some founding principles of that. We really need to have the crypto constitution 
created. That way, bullshit like that can't happen. I don't know how many times I can say bullshit in an episode, but I think this is a record. That That is a record. Well, this bad crypto quickie is gone on for uh, longer than a quickie usually goes on. But if we just look at the markets right now, and we're recording this on uh, Tuesday night, and it's about 8 o'clock here in Denver, 9 o'clock there in Kansas City, where um, where Travis's Chiefs are having a great season, and uh, very late on the other side of the world. And some people waking up to this are going to be like, what the heck just happened? Bitcoin is uh, on coin market cap over 17,000. Bitcoin Cash at 3380. Ethereum really close to its all-time high of 804. Litecoin 334. Ripple 77 cents. Blockchain is here to stay, gang. It ain't going away. Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash, that's not what it's about. It's about blockchain. It's about a revolutionary change in the way that we deal with banking, payments, contracts. And uh, you're, you're here at the right time because these are exciting times. That is absolutely true. We're sitting at right now, it's $607 billion in market cap. I mean, the money's money's going to flow from different places. Bitcoin's already back up to 17, almost $17,000. And uh, when, you, when you're looking at these numbers, you know, Bitcoin cash grew some. That's great. But normally the, the money just flows to different places. It's it's wild. You can see sometime where it's like, oh, my God, everything is red. It's all red. And then like you have days like yesterday, you're like, well, oh, my God, like everything is green. So as long as you keep a steady keel and and don't don't freak out too much on the lows and don't freak freak out too much on the highs, just keep a nice little steady keel and just keep hodling and it's going to keep growing. I mean, look at where we're getting. There's, guess what's probably going to happen this week? Well, probably another hundred billion is probably going to come into the market because guess what? Bitcoin Cash is in there, so who knows? We're going to probably see by the first part of next year two hundred billion dollars a week coming into the market. What do you think is going to happen? All these other coins, if that ends up happening, <laughs> now. Now, Mr. Travis Wright, you don't know that because you are not a financial advisor. I am not, but I mean, it's like, it, it, this is what's happening. Here's what's been happening. If you look at the it last six happening. months, it's growing and like, let's, where is it going to be? How, how long until a trillion dollars comes in in one week in the crypto space? Not, not long. Well, I think, uh, thank you everybody for listening and tolerating this extra episode. Hope that uh, alleviates any of your fears. And, you know, for me, I'd like to remember the times that I've seen the, the big dips. By the way, this wasn't even a big dip. Although somebody, Travis, did do a sell somewhere around 14500 It Bitcoin briefly fell that far um, and somebody gave away their, their Bitcoin really cheap. Tell you what, folks, we love you. That's why we keep creating this content for you. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of this. We're having a great time. Holidays are here. I hope you have an amazing time with your families over these next couple of weeks. And we hope that 2018 is the most bestest for each one of you that you've ever had. So uh, much love to each one of you. And what else What else do we have on, on, on the Well, I think uh, Mr. Roger Veer, what do you have to say? Uh, I'm Roger Veer, CEO of Bitcoin.com. You're listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's 
and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.